Welcome, welcome everyone to the Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turka. So glad each and every one of you have decided to make us a part of your week. We got a good one in store for you this week. We're going to be talking about Black Desert Mobile, the new mobile RPG. If you've not heard of that game, we got a new Bioshock game possibly in the works. We have the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer that has come out, as well as a Wonder Woman 1984 trailer and some other things and to break it down with me as always my kindergarten classmate mr christmas ellie chris what's up dude yeah dude what's up um so my question to you today we're obviously getting closer to the the christmas season yep uh i guess it's like maybe twofold question what what's the one gift that you remember that you wanted so bad that you got as a kid and i guess maybe was there a gift that you didn't get that you really wanted uh, the As one that did. I got is, and I mean, it, being a video game guy, it's got to be cliche, cliche, but it's the NES. And I I know I've told you the story before. What I opened it? up Excitebike before I opened That's up the console. Right. Yes. And was like so beside myself, like, I don't have a Nintendo. Yeah. My dad's like, yeah. just keep opening the presents. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, of course, I opened the NES and bam, right. life changed right there. I don't think I've, I'm trying to rack my brain. I don't think I've ever gotten a console for Christmas. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't. I, I think I've always bought it like, you know, at some other season. I yeah. cannot remember if I had or not. I even got my Genesis for Christmas, too, I think, because I that was when because I didn't get the Super Nintendo. I got That's the Genesis the only, for Christmas and yeah. then like got the Super. I traded in my Genesis to get the Super Nintendo like two years later. I got to talk to my brother because that's the only one that's that's in my head where it might have been a Christmas present. So I got to talk to my brother because he'll he'll know for sure. Or even yeah. obviously my parents because they're the one that bought it for me. How did that work in the Maselli household? Having a brother like who got the gift, the video game gift? Was it like to both of you? Yeah. Or did you each get a game? And like, did you do you ever hold like grudges over that? Because like we Pete never got the game did. No, we never did because I like. I'm leaning toward the Genesis was one of them, but again, I'll get confirmation on that, but it would have been on the card or, or the, you know, the sticker on the, on the wrapping paper would yeah. have said both of our names. And then we would have gotten individual games for what we asked for. Cause okay. my, my brother and my brother really was never like a huge gamer. Like he enjoyed it from time, like way back in the day, like, you know, tech mobile and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had, difference in what we like to play he liked the sports games he loved boxing games for some reason well everybody liked why. mike tyson's punch out man like but even to. beyond that like he, he always was into boxing games um huh. and i liked the more like actiony racing games stuff like that so we would always get the individual games directed towards us and no there was never any jealousy because like it was because we didn't like each other's games so i didn't <laughs> want to play as any care you know what i mean but yeah. but um, then who got to play the game first you know what I mean? Like you have one Usually, console and it's like, it, it you was, just get a game. Who plays the console first? I tell you, man, like we were good about playing the same game with each other. We never <laughs> really like fought over it. It's not, I don't know why. Like we fought over a lot of stuff when we were kids. Uh, but video games were not one of them. I don't, I just don't think my brother cared that much. If I wanted to play, he'd be like, yeah, go ahead and play. I'll go do something else. Like yeah. talk to girls or something. Crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> But for me, man, like I, there's two things that I always remember. One is like when we were in in like middle school, my parents 
didn't do the best job of like hiding gifts anymore. I think oh. they were like, <laughs> they don't remember that, you know, we're past the whole Santa Claus stage. So they just held the hit them in their bedroom. And I would always get home from school like a solid hour before either one of them came home from work. Mm-hmm. So you and start I, digging. I always, I wanted so bad. I, like when you're a kid, like you always follow like the most popular athlete. I wanted a, a Lawrence Taylor jersey. <laughs> and I was snooping around, opened up a box, and there's a Lawrence Taylor jersey. So I would wear this Lawrence Taylor jersey <laughs> around my house for a solid half hour before they got whoa, home. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, you didn't, Chris. Swear to God. What? Because <laughs> it wasn't wrapped. They hadn't wrapped it yet. Yeah, but it's one thing to like know you're getting You literally put it on and used I, it before. I would wear it around the house. Have I, you ever yeah. told your mom this? God, I don't know if I had or not. I probably should though, just in time. And there was one time, like, that is amazing. There was one time my mother came home, like, it was like clockwork when she wouldn't come home. For whatever reason, she came home like 10, 15 minutes early and I was wearing it. So I had to, like, I didn't even fold it. I threw it in the thing. I'm like, I hope they don't open. I hope they're not fold uh, wrapping tonight. So (laughs) there's that. And then there's, um, if you remember when we were a kid, like kid kids, there were these like wrist things that you put on and they made like music set. Like when you would like, right. Like the drums, like you're playing. Like, yeah. Like there was the guitar one. Playing. There were the drumsticks, like the air drumsticks. Yeah. Do you remember what those were called? No. Ugh, but was I, it in I'm the hope... same family as those air, air drumsticks? Cause I, I had remember those. the air sticks. I remember those yeah. sticks. It might've been in the same family, but you would just wrap it. Yeah. And it was, it was weird. Like an air because, guitar, basically. Basically. Yeah. And I wanted the black one because I think it played like, um, like drum beats and stuff. Uh-huh. And the one my parents got me, the only one they could find was the pink one. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like so torn. Like, do I want to bring this to school? It's pink, but it's cool because it plays guitar riffs. And I, I don't remember if I did or not, but I had a wow. pink thing. If anybody remembers what those things were called, please let us know. Send an email because yeah. they were cool. Funny, they were- just, just, just funny uh, story real quick. Santa story was I have a tech that I work with and her and her brother are twins. And somehow we, we were talking about, uh, you know, old toys that we had when we were kids. And her and her brother each got a popple. Oh, and she, I remember and, and she was like, it was so funny, you know, that I got a white one and my brother got a pink one. And, you know, we always thought that was weird. And I was like, yeah. And I said, don't you think maybe you guys just because it was, you know, they're a boy and a girl. I'm like, you think maybe yeah. you guys just opened up the wrong <laughs> ones? She just at that moment realized that. They, <laughs> I'm like, hey, bro. <laughs> You're like 36 years old and you never realized that your brother opened up the wrong popple. And you never exchanged. You never, never said, I'll take it. the oh, pink no, one. No, no. That was like his. He had the pink one. She had the white one. Like that was their whole lives. I mean, it was just hilarious. Like, terrible. come on. Oh, oh my. But enough and about think- Christmas. What's up, everybody? Thank you here for tuning into the show and joining us as always and making us a part of your week. We're so glad you guys are here. Uh, don't forget, you can always email us at theenthuselife at gmail.com. And, uh, of course, you can find the podcast on any of your podcast services out there. And if you're listening to the show, please leave us a review if you can. We always appreciate it when you do that. And we actually recorded our first patron or Patreon uh, patron episode ever. We did it this week. We had a great time chatting with everybody who is supporting the show. And if you want to be a supporter of the show and be a part of that podcast, you can find that link down in the show notes below. $5 gets you access not only to that show and the chance to be a guest on that show, uh, but also... Uh, gets you access to our Discord chat, which, I mean, our Discord chat is awesome. the greatest thing ever. I was actually telling my wife before we went online here, like, the people that we're meeting in there is, I mean, it's it's people awesome. like us, Chris. It's great. Everybody's talking about we're all just on the same wavelength, 
And uh, it was great having some of them on that show. And we've also even adjusted it a little bit, too. Originally, that podcast was just going to be exclusive uh, to those supporters. But now we're going to delay it. So if you're either on the show or you are a supporter, uh, you'll get access to it immediately uh, as soon as we can get that uh, out to you. And then we're going to delay it two weeks and everybody else who isn't a supporter will then get access to it. So you can tune in, see what it's like, and hey, maybe you want to jump in and help support the show and be a part of that podcast uh, or at least give us some some topics you want us to talk on there. So uh, again, you can find that down in the show notes. Uh, Chris, as we're recording right now, the Game Awards are mm-hmm. on, and I kind of got them running in the background here. We're, we're going to talk about the Game Awards next week, but right now there's some girl dancing around on stage. I have no idea who she is. There's like things, wind blowing in her hair, and, and I don't even know what's happening in the Game Awards right now. And Green Day is going to be on tonight, Chris. Green Day is an yeah. exclusive performance at the Game Awards tonight. Wow. Okay. Don't know why. Um, All right. But before we jump into games, man, I went to Fayetteville, North Carolina this past you week. You are still drinking the juice. Still drinking the juice of the <laughs> WWE. We went to SmackDown, my first pro wrestling WWE event in nearly 20 years. Uh, we went to Fayetteville, which, by the way, they never once said Fayetteville on the show. I was reading back. I guess this is a thing now with the WWE. When they go to these smaller towns, I don't know if they're mm-hmm. like embarrassed that they're going there. Never said it on the bottom of the screen. Announcer never said it. The only person that said it was one of the wrestlers as he was coming out his intro. Big E is his name. He's the only one that said like Fayetteville and like just said it in the mic. That's it. Really? But then this past week, they were in like Birmingham, Alabama. We're in Birmingham, Alabama, showing it on the screen. Really? Why? Why I don't, would you be embarrassed of being in Fayetteville? Like, come on. And there's got to be something behind that, man. That's, that's, is, that's man. interesting. Because that's what people look forward to. They yeah. want to see like their hometown like being mentioned yep. and on the screen and Isn't all that, that stuff. Yeah. Yep. I had no that's... idea that was even a thing, but I guess it is. And now that I'm saying it, for those of you that are wrestling fans, you're going to start noticing it um, yeah. as I say it. But, but we had a good time, man. It was, you know, of course, classic just wrestling. You know, my, it was neat for my son to kind of see when they go on air and they, uh, you know, just kind of behind the scenes when they go to commercial and that. Um, we did have a little bit of a seating issue mm-hmm. uh, where our seat was. We had to move m- multiple times. <laughs> um, right. You know, we're, one of those moments where like our original seats were just not. Were, was it? it did you out. move before the show even started, or you had to move like? Kind I had of... two moves before it started, and then right when it started, somebody showed up. We had to move again, and at that oh, point, Jesus. I went up to an usher and just said, "Like, hey, you're like we we can't sit in those seats." And yeah. there was I was kind of that guy. There was like the. The handicap seats at the top. Yeah. And there was four folding chairs and nobody sitting there. And I said, can I please just sit there and we will move if someone if comes. Come. And the lady's like, I don't know. And yeah. I was like, can we just, can we please? And she was just like, all right, go ahead and sit there. About 20 minutes yeah. in, an usher comes over and says, sir, do you, do you have tickets for these seats? And I was just like, well, you know, we can't sit down there because, you know, for the reason and, and, and all this. And, and he's like, all right, well, you know, that that's fine. You can stay here. The original usher comes over and she's like, I'm just going to warn you. They're probably going to make you move. Never made us move. And nobody did. Nobody made us move. Okay. So, and it was a small. It was like a small little arena too. So no matter where you were sitting, it was fine. And I kept telling him, I'm like, I'm perfectly fine to move anywhere else. Yeah. Um, but we just, I, I don't want to say exactly what was going on, but there was just, <laughs> right. it was very cramped in the seats <laughs> right. where we were sitting. And then on yeah, top yeah. of that, there was another layer of an issue and it just wasn't. I just not, couldn't sit in those seats, man. You wouldn't have been able to enjoy not the show had you remained in those seats not for the duration of the show. Now the question yeah. is, did I did I enjoy the show? Regard like either way. Yeah. Yeah, it was good, man. Yeah. We we saw yeah. uh, Roman Reigns get chained to a ring post and get dog food smeared all over his face. 
Is that what they're doing in the that's, WWE That's now? how they ended the show. That was oh, the Jesus. big bang. <laughs> that was that was the finale? That was the finale. Dog food? Like, Roman, Roman Reigns is like the the Stone Cold. I mean, he's nowhere on the level of Stone Cold, but he's the big baby face, the big hero of SmackDown. Okay. And he's in a feud with this other guy. And that's how it ended was him getting jumped, getting beat up, chained to the ring post. And they put put like eight or nine cans of like wet, moist dog food all over his head and smeared it all in his hair and everything. It was nasty. (laughs) But the impressive dude, the impressive thing is the way WWE does it is they record SmackDown from eight to ten. And then they go live on WWE Network right after that with a show they call 205 Live. And it's all guys under 205 pounds. So it's like guys like my size fighting. Really? And they do it after SmackDown and it's live within like a minute and a half. All the dog food, everything cleaned up and the show was live on the network. Wow. It was cra- like that. That's the most impressive thing is how WWE just has it down to a science. Yeah. Like they immediately, oh, yeah. it was crazy. They went off the air and it was like, you know, oh, you know, the guy getting smeared and stuff. Lights kind of dimmed. You see this whole crew of people, including people coming out from under the ring, which I didn't even, you could see a few people popping out every once in a while, but there was like six guys under the ring, all pop out, take all the banners off that said SmackDown, put up 205 Live, rip up the the canopy. Meanwhile, guys are cleaning up the dog food, and then like they're doing the intro for 205 Live, then you see the cameras go over and they're looking at the announcers, and that whole time behind them, there's still this flurry of all these people. <laughs> And then within, you know, a minute and a half, you hear ding, ding, ding. And then the guy's intro music starts playing. Guys sneak back under the ring. And there they go. And, and where do those starts. guys go that go under the ring? That's, they Dudes hiding under camp the ring. out Chris. there? Is there they, like they a trap door somewhere? <laughs> they didn't used to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Guys under the wow. ring. And people hang around for this thing? This this 205, whatever it is? Uh, like it. It's about like a little bit less than half full. And pretty quiet. <laughs> Nobody cares really? about two hundred five live. Yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like those. Like uh, I know they're. I think they're. They still do. I don't know. I don't really watch the uh, UFC stuff, but always after like the main event, they would show the things that happened like in the beginning that yeah. didn't even air. Yeah. Then there's like five people in the arena, so yep. kind of like. Well, see what like what that. they're doing WWE is so after two hundred five live, which was an hour, they had a main event like they call it like a dark match, so it's not on TV, and they had. <laughs> Um, the Miz fight the Fiend, and the Fiend is kind of like the big villain. And we saw him a little bit in SmackDown, but we didn't see him fight. And mm. so the whole time when they would go to commercial during SmackDown, they're like, remember, stay for later tonight to see the Miz fight the Fiend. The Fiend's going to be in action later on tonight, you know, after 205 Live, <laughs> to try to get people to stay so to they stay could see, see him come out. Because really, it's his intro that's really the impressive thing. Everybody loves his intro. So it's like, yeah. if you, you want to see the Fiend's intro, you got to sit through 205 Live, people, and you got to deal with that. And how long is that? How long is the 205 uh, That go match, for? I texted... The, not the match, the 205 thing. Oh, it's that's just hour. one match. 205, two, no, 205 Live is an hour. It's an hour. There was like three wow. matches they did. Okay. And then the funny thing is like when the guys do their promos where they're like talking trash to each other, they don't even have like the WWE cameras in the back. It's like them talking into their cell phones. And that's not <laughs> even a lie. It's literally... I was like, really? You couldn't get these guys to like... But the, the cool thing about 205 Live is they're all... Because they're all small... Dude, they're like they're flying all over, all over the place. place. Like yeah. that's that's what was kind of cool. Like it, it was impressive if you were just a fan of professional wrestling and like to see that stuff. That was cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. guys doing like cartwheels and and you know bouncing off the ropes and just running, literally right. just running and kind of running along the ropes and jumping off. Just Shane cool. McManning everything. Like. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Which by <laughs> before the way, he got I watched, I watched a documentary on the WWE Network on Shane McMahon Kurt Angle match where they both uh, yeah. basically left bleeding like profusely. Great documentary on WWE Network. Uh, I'm drinking the juice, Chris. 
Yes. All right. So have you looked into like when they're coming back? Um, not out? them, but this Saturday we're going to an independent show here in Charlotte. <laughs> Dude, you're even doing independent show. <laughs> yeah, we're going go to an God. indie show, Chris, this Saturday. Oh PWX. What was the one in Wildwood? Do you remember the name? Uh, what was the World of Hurt? The World of Hurt Wrestling. That was that's what it was. There was yeah. World of Hurt. World of Hurt. <laughs> we saw the Bushwhackers. We saw Too Cold Scorpio. Uh, oh, who was the who's the old guy? Like Iron, no, Iron Sheik, Sheik or something? Was there, yeah, Iron, Iron Sheik was, was there. there. Did he wrestle yeah. or was he just? No, I don't think he no, did. I think he did. Well, right? I think he I think he was like managing and then like disrupted the fight. Yeah. At one point, but he never did a full match. No. Right? Yeah, this weekend my daughter actually has a dance on Saturday night, like a school dance. And so yeah. I was looking for something for Cam and I to do. And I just put in wrestling and it was like PWX. So me, him, yeah. and my dad are going. And this is the we actually went to this wrestling years ago, probably five, six years ago. Yeah. Um, and for people that know wrestling, Kevin Owens is a wrestler. Kevin Owens was there that when we went, but dude, there's like fifty people there. You know, there's yeah. not a lot. And there yeah. may be more now. I actually looked online at a video and there was a decent amount of decent crowd. Um, yeah. but I mean it's you know, tiny indie wrestling so it's gonna be fun like that's me i love that's that. the whole thing Seeing right that. exactly exactly yeah. so it's gonna be a good time but awesome uh all right let's uh move on to some video games chris and we had a new game drop uh we i mentioned it here at the top of the show dropped on mobile and that's black desert mobile if you're not familiar i remember i've talked about black desert i think it was when i was doing the solo show um black desert is a mmo that came out a few years ago on the pc it's now on i think on both consoles on well i say both on the xbox and the playstation um pretty big mmo it's a free-to-play mmo but you can definitely buy um you know lots of things in there um pretty in-depth mmo that a lot of people play and they actually kind of brought it pretty well to the phone i mean the, the one thing that people know about black desert is graphically it's awesome and it's a pretty damn good looking game on mobile, don't you think, man? I thought it was, yeah. I mean, I I played it for a solid 20, 30 minutes and um I did like the mini game that was that you could play <laughs> when when it was yeah. loading. Yeah. Um, I I I was I was of mind to just play that and tell you that's all I played in the game. <laughs> <laughs> um but I I like I haven't played a game like this in a long time, so I know you said that you might not really continue it but i might because well, you i haven't know played what? anything like this in a while what's kind of neat is they're putting in the mmo trope so they put you on kind of these little mini quests and one of the cool things they do and i told you uh before we went on here that like playing you know final fantasy 14 non-stop lately and then even the other mmos i play like world of warcraft like and i don't want to say it'll, it'll make the game too easy but the way they handle this is it, like it is a they have big spaces where your character can walk around and go on your quest but rather than you have to literally walk around they set it that. for mobile where you just basically tap this is the quest i want to do and the character automatically runs in. and walks to that area I which like is that. cool and then even the combat yeah. like black desert is very combo based and you're you know using all these different moves in this you do have moves but you don't even need to move your character you just tap the moves mm -hmm. and he kind of like it's like a magnet to the to the enemies and boom 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 and then maybe there's enemies on the other side of the forest you hit it and he just kind of runs over to him and does it starts hitting them so it's right. it's almost kind of playing off the i don't want to say the galaxies of heroes type thing but it's bringing in some of those concepts because ultimately if you notice i don't know how far you got i, I kind of did the first like little dungeon boss fight you, you're going to be able to then kind of auto complete those eventually so oh, you're cool. going to almost have like kind of that galaxy of heroes where it's like once you finish a mission that one time and you get your rewards it's going to become like a daily it's going to be like go back and do this and you just kind of hit the button and your guy will just kind of fight and automatically and just do collect it. collect whatever, whatever it is 
That's yeah. cool. And I did try to, and, well, I didn't try to, I did interrupt that when they have you auto walk to like through your waypoint, wherever you're going, mm-hmm. you, yeah, you can stop that. And if you want to explore it and walk it yourself, right. feel free. So I thought that was kind of cool. Like if if it's almost like for, for me, I'm hitting the button so I can go where I got to go yeah. just so I can get the feel of the game. But there might be times where I just want to like look around because how big is the world? Is this like a big kind of I mean, like open world type of I think of it might game? be. I mean, there definitely, do you notice there are some spaces you go and it does kind of load into a new zone. Um, but, uh, you know, it seems like because it's kind of an MMO that that's kind of what they're trying to do is make it a full mobile MMO. Yeah, I was impressed, man. I, yeah. What did you um, select? Who who was your uh, the big guy with both axes? That's who I when I played it on PC, and that that's who I was. He's, he was kind okay. of the, in in real Black Desert. He's kind of the tank. I think they call him like the gladiator or something like that. Um, oh. But who did you go with? Oh, uh, the witch. The witch. Yeah. Nice. Like kind of. Yeah. So did I you go that. on that that one uh, <laughs> server that I was on? Yes. I, okay. It was a. The very first one, I think. The one all the way to the yeah, left, whatever right? whatever it is. It begins with an yeah. M. That's all I know. Yep. So if, if anybody's so, out there is playing Black Desert, send us a friend yeah. request. Because I actually, I, I logged in again this morning. Did a couple a couple missions. I think I'm like level 10. So I'm slowly just kind of yeah. doing some things. Um, I think I'll stick with it for a little while. See if... Uh, now, is this something where it's going to be like... It, it's like a... If I want better stuff, obviously I got to pay for it. Is that... Is that that's designed game pay to play yeah, type I'm sure stuff. yeah as, as especially okay. probably when you get to the end game i'm sure it will be but am um, i am i going to run into a brick wall and if i don't spend money there's no point or could no I complete no this game? Well, well well because it's an mmo i, I mean i would hope not I, th- I would think if anything it's just like you just need to grind out content to get that next level i mean really fine. that's any mmo final fantasy 14 it's like i'm literally at a point right now i'm going in the story I'm level 68. I need to be level 69 to unlock the next story quest. So I was like, all right, okay. I'm going to go run a dungeon or two, go do this, yeah. do that. Once I hit 69, then I can keep on going. Now, the issue is going to be how long is it like in Black Desert? What is that slowing down going to be? Like, are you, how, how long, long will it take you to level up to that exactly. 69 from 68, you know? Right. Where, right, right. where that's something it, where they could say, like, unless you're buying a boost, it could take you a week to do that. And then you're really kind of stonewalled. And yeah, I think That'll if suck. a game can find that balance of, yeah, we want you to, if you want to do the grind game, uh, doing it for a little while, but not make it endless and just like, <laughs> I am doing this forever, you lost me. Yeah. So I guess yep. when we get to that point, we'll find out. We'll know then. Yep. Uh, all right, well, other quick uh, gaming news here. And like I said, the Game Awards are happening now, so I know by the time any of you hear this, they will have already happened. We're going to talk about those next week, uh, just because by this point we'll have time to digest some of what these What channel things. is that on? Uh, it's not on a channel anymore. It's all online. So oh, they just do it online. I just have it on YouTube, uh, but it's on okay. it's on everything, dude. Twitch, you can watch it on Twitter if you want, or Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. I think I saw Jeff Keighley said it's on like 47 different platforms, or like literally like 40 some odd platforms it's on. Wow. So it probably runs on your toaster if you want to watch it. You can go watch the video game awards. Um, but there was a story this week about 2K announcing a new studio that's going to be working on a new Bioshock game. Love it. Bioshock. All right. Chris, a new Bioshock coming the way. What do you think of that, man? Uh, I'm on board. I've I always love Bioshock games. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, um, on my, what is that app that brings your memory? Time Hop. Yeah. The Time Hop app where, you, you know, every day you go on, log on, it tells you what your 
pictures were, your posts were to social media last year, two years ago, five years ago. I'm get. I must have been playing Bioshock Infinite around this time, <laughs> what nice. five years ago or something. That's awesome. Because I took so many screenshots. I, that was that was the first game when I built that PC with my buddy Remy. Uh huh. That was the first game I played on you it. Played and on I it, was yeah. just in awe of that game. I took so many screenshots of that game. That's awesome. It was almost like me, like just swinging around in Spider Man. I was like just walking around in <laughs> Bioshock Infinite. Like well, some it's of funny because I think back like when we would go to E3 and that like. Bioshock 2, I remember when my first E3, which you, you didn't go to that one. Right. That's when Bioshock 2, I saw that. So that was right when that had come out. But then Bioshock Infinite, we saw two E3s in a row, maybe. We yeah, saw that definitely. one kind of behind closed doors, and then we saw it again <laughs> when they kind of did the bigger demo and all that. So that was really the big Bioshock game while we were kind of really doing the podcasting and all that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think back the original Bioshock, and, and actually, for people out there, if you've never played either any of these games, do yourself a favor if anything at least the first bioshock like mm. the i don't want to spoil anything and i know it's an old game but just the the journey that game takes you on is just freaking awesome the the setting to me that's really what always stuck out to me about the first two bioshock games was the set and i guess even even infinite but the setting of the first one i loved it you're just this mm. dude in a boat your plane crashes and you come up to this little tiny island and you get in an elevator and suddenly there's this huge city underneath the water we're just stuff's gone bad and you got to yeah. kind of figure it out. And as you start finding out what's happening, it's creepy as hell. It was really one of the, the first real big, like first person games to deliver a story through like audio logs and things like that. And, and I know a lot of people don't think about it, but like Ken Levine, the guy who made it also made system shock, which was kind of the, these were really the successors to that. And just, he basically iterated on them and made <laughs> just, you know, amazing gaming gems. And that's what I wonder, what, what is this going to be? Like, Bioshock yeah. Infinite was, you hit kind of the same notes in terms <clears> of just tone in that, but but created its own little world to do that. And I almost wonder, like, is this just going to be something like that? And do they even need to make it a Bioshock? Like, that was, everybody always said, like, you had System Shock, Bioshock. Like, what okay. is, why don't we just do another Shock game? Like, it, why that's does it true. need to be a Bioshock? I mean, I know that's will sell the game because exactly. people see the name, but... I don't know. But yeah, it's that. And like you said, like what's the setting going to be? Because one and two were underwater. I, I didn't play a ton of two. I think I, 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 never played, finished, like, some... I actually never finished two either. I never did. Yeah. Um, but that was still almost the same setting as one. I think it was still it was, underwater. Yeah. Yep. And then, yeah, they kind of like took to the sky for infinite. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of, you have like this hook and you're kind of, you're almost like going around like uh roller coasters and stuff like yep. that. Just, I Songbird. loved that. Remember Songbird? Songbird. Yeah. And they underutilized him in that game too. I mean, like yep. he wasn't in it a ton, but um, it was just, that's, that's Bioshock games. The, the setting and your surroundings play as much a role as anything mm -hmm. else in the game. Yeah. So yeah. What is this going to be? I think they, do they go back to old Bioshocks and go underwater to be safe? Or do they want to create something completely new? I don't know. You know, when, where, where else, else can you they, go? Yeah, you, you where do they go? You got land, sea, and air. Do they go I to mean, space? Every single game is a land. You go, that's what I was going to say. Different planet? Do you go space? Do you Maybe. go space? Space would be cool. And our big daddy's in it. You bring big daddies back. I mean, they could go just in the ground and you're in like caves and stuff, but that's not. And, you know, you go down and then you come to an expanse and it's a giant open expanse area in the yeah. ground and you could have like lava areas and things like that. You um, could. I don't know. What do they have? Don't they don't have a, they haven't even started this game, right? No, they're saying it's, they it's you, we're, it. you're, we're years away. 
Name okay. of the company is Cloud Chamber, is what they're calling it. Um, and they're going to develop the next Bioshock. So, all right, let's keep an eye on it. Let's start a podcast we, on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please, please, that's all. Honestly, all I hope is that it's not like a live service game. Like yeah. games like God of War. You know, we had uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. We just had Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Proves you can have these story-driven games. We don't need to have a game that has every the whole play the whole game co-op and uh, you know every week you saw go in for these events we don't need any more of those games just make this because that's what made bioshock great it was you just experiencing the story and, and like i said especially those first two games where you just you're by yourself it was a solitary yeah. thing and when you saw the big daddy and the little sisters it was terrifying yeah you know like man yeah. this what a oh, that's I a love good those point man. that's a good point is, is it going to be created for what video games are today or is it going to be a i hate it's going to be a throwback to old bioshock which yeah, right? wasn't that long ago no which i would love obviously but good point i don't you know, know you know what's funny as i've been we've been sitting here and i'm kind of watching they've been rolling trailers and that here on the game awards yeah they've been showing a lot of games and at the end it says playstation 5 okay and then a lot i saw one that just said xbox series x so i know people listening right now i think that is the new xbox the Series X, I think, is what it's going to be. So That's the working which, title? Which I'm or? almost wondering if that's not necessarily, and, and people may already know this because I'm sure they've already said it on the show. I'm not listening to it. My guess, Series X, would be that it's not necessarily just whatever the new Xbox is, but it'll play across all the Xbox platforms. You know, a series of Xboxes like I Xbox see. One, Xbox One X. Play it on your PC. Play it on the new Xbox. You know, the Scarlet is kind of the code name for it. So, I don't know. Cool. Uh, all right, well, before we move on here and talk about some movie trailers, let's quickly thank our sponsor. And, of course, that is our good friends over at GamerGoo. That's right, GamerGoo continuing to support the show. And uh, this is a antiperspirant for your hands to keep you uh, not sweaty during all those uh, you know sweaty PvP matches or whatever it is you got going on. I know a lot of you out there are probably playing the new Destiny season there, the season of Dawn. And uh, you can go ahead and get yourself this so you're not sweaty as you're running through all that new content. Uh, and if you want to, if you're interested in, in the uh, product, just go to GamerGoo.com. You can use our code TEL, as in T-E-L, save yourself 10% off your order. And of course, as we're going into the holidays, GamerGoo is a great, just cheap, inexpensive gift for that gamer in your life. If you want to give them something different, this is a great, great thing to do. Now, also, on top of that, Chris, GamerGoo is doing something new where oh. they're actually doing a subscription. So you can oh. get yourself set up. You basically tell them what sense you want how many you want, and they're just going to automatically ship it and kind of little single-use packets, or I guess you can kind of use them a few times, but it's not the big tubes. So okay. you set it up however however much you want every month. They will send it to you depending on how much you game. So go to GamerGoo.com and get all the details on that. And again, use our code TEL, T-E-L, as in The Enthusiast Life. Save yourself 10% off your order. And, uh, of course, they even got other GamerGoo merch out there. They got all kinds of – I like this, Chris. They now have <laughs> little mascots for the stickers. <laughs> Do they really? They do. If they, you could pick yeah. a ma- a mascot for the cinnamon, what would you have him be? Ooh. Hmm. I don't know. For for what are you showing me? How about a little samurai? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love that. And he's red. I don't know. He's red. I, That's right. Uh, yeah. We got. We got. I get love some that. Stickers, man. Samurai red. So, uh, again, big thanks to GamerGoo for continuing to support the show. Go to GamerGoo.com. Use your code TEL. Save yourself 10% off your order today. 
Uh, all right, Chris, let's yep. talk about these new trailers <laughs> and the big one that dropped this week. We knew this movie was going to be coming, but I honestly, I haven't really followed anything about it. And after seeing the trailer for a movie that I was kind of, I want I'm going to say semi hyped because I've never seen the newest, the newer one that came out a few years ago with the whole right. female cast. Didn't right. even see it just cause I was like, eh, like I like those actresses, but I just wasn't. Right interested in really seeing it but after seeing this trailer man yeah ghostbusters afterlife yeah i'm in man all right good i'm totally in this come this, back to the ghostbusters i love it what a yeah. great concept uh, dude like ghostbusters to me is like my childhood um i've always been a fan it's one of those movies that no matter when it's on wherever it is within the movie i finish it one and two the female one was good. Trust really? me. Really? Okay. I, I yes. Should watch it. Like I, I, I don't. I should watch it. I don't know why it just got dragged through the mud from a trailer. People like th that trailer dropped. I thought the trailer served its purpose. It kind of got me excited to watch it. I was just excited that after all these years, Ghostbusters returned. Right. I didn't care if it was a reboot with females. I thought that was cool. Um. Uh. What I can't think of his his real name. But Thor, <laughs> <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. There you go. He's in it. Yeah. He, he's like they their secretary. He's good in it, right? He's hilarious in it. He's so freaking funny in that movie. Like, just watch it. Give it a chance. Okay. It's really good. Um. So this though, like, um, yeah. Th this is a, a the true trilogy almost. This is bringing the whole thing as and making it a trilogy. Um. I had told you when the they first started filming, they took a picture with the cast. Um, and this was even before um, and now I'm blanking on his name. Ant-Man. We're Ramis. going we're, no Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Oh, Paul Rudd. Yeah, we're going through all the Marvel characters. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Uh, this was even before he was announced that he was really in it, I think. They had a, a picture of like it was like the first day of shooting, and there was this kid, and you can see him in the trailer now, and he has like curly blonde Egon hair and you're like people were saying in the comments like that's got to be Egon's kid or grandkid and I think it's turning out that way that well I know it is well you know it is yeah, that, yeah you, you, you know see it. the kid touching the thing that's a spangler on it man right but my question is like what who are the Ghostbusters are these they can't make these kids the Ghostbusters can well, they do we know is Dan Aykroyd in this they're all in it they're okay. all in it. So, Dan Aykroyd's in it. Bill okay. Murray's in it. And when you watch, everybody go out there and watch the trailer. Number one, but from from watching the trailer, you we realize there's something happening underground, right? There's there's some sort of ghost threat. So right. I, my guess in how this movie's gonna play out is, you know, the kids go out there to the to the um, country, find out, you know, Spangler's uh, grandkids. Paul Rudd is there to kind of be the the bridge to help everybody figure out like oh this is what the Ghostbusters used to be here's where a so bunch cool. of the here's where a bunch of the equipment is now and Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray are probably retired everybody and you know everybody's retired they don't mm, want they're yeah. just done with it but what's going to happen is something's going to happen out in the country and they're going to see these kids that have rediscovered these things and then right. it's going to basically get them out of retirement and that's what's going to happen. So we didn't see any of them in the trailer. Everything we saw in the trailer no. is going to be about halfway through, take place up until about halfway through the movie and then we're going to have a whole thing where we're going to get the Ghostbusters and, back to save the day in the country, man. And I I know they're not listening, but if for whatever reason you are, the people who are in charge of these trailers, 
I don't want to see them in the trailer. Yeah, this is it. That's all don't. we need. We don't need anything don't. else. Yeah, I don't need anything else. No. Nope. Nope. This this That's dude, it. this hyped me enough that I watched it on my lunch break. I went home that night. My wife and I watched the movies that made us, which I already had planned on watching anyways, but didn't plan mm-hmm. to watch that day. But we I definitely watched it that night. Yeah. And now, you know, you're talking about the the other movie. Now I want to go watch that movie. It's good, man. I'm you. totally in, man. Like this right. it, it's a great concept and i told you when we were chatting about it before like the tone of the trailer i think that's what turned me off of the last one with the all-female cast was it was like it just seemed like it was going to be cornball-y and i was like man i just i don't have any interest in that like i know the ghostbusters kind of was that but like that's just a classic and that is what it is and Mm -hmm. like to me it the other movie just seemed like it was going to be too forced where this seems like it's it's almost going to be scary to some extent too. You know, they're yeah, almost really making what, the ghost a threat, which is awesome. That's what my wife said. Cause I, I played it for her right before, like she went to bed and that's what she said. She's like, that seems like dark. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it, it almost seems like a, a extension of like a, a stranger thing. Exactly. Episode, it's, which it's, that kid's in it, which is so cool. Which is I think. Perfect. Um, is that kid like, is he going to, I don't even know his name. I, we should know his name. Because, I don't like, know his name. He's yeah. in that. Stranger Things. He's in it. It. And now he's gonna be in Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Is that just his thing now? He's gonna be is he gonna be like <laughs> like the um uh oh, who who's always in all the Tim Burton films? I can't believe I can't think of his name. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp and who, yeah. who's the who's the girl that's always with him? Helena Bonham uh, Carter. Like oh, is, Helen, is this yeah. kid is this the, his gig now? Like they how they do Tim Burton creepy movies. Is he just gonna do just creepy movies in general? Like that's his thing. I don't know. I don't know. Oh man. And I think it's it's uh, the the son of uh, Ivan Reitman, who did the first two Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's Jason Reitman. Yeah, who, and who Ivan's actually did producing this. it. Yep, I'm looking so at it right kept, now. Kept on, it in on, the family. Uh, like, yep. uh, this is the only thing I'm looking at the cast right now. So it says you have uh, Paul Rudd, obviously Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, Sigourney Weaver is even going to be in it, and Andy yep. Potts all reprising their roles. Where is Rick Moranis? Dude, that is the $10 million question. Stop doing your little music side project. I know you're all no, 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 no. And you're done with acting and all that. Yeah. Dude, I, we need you in Ghostbusters, man. He needs if, to make an appearance. If he comes back to this, that will be like, you don't get like awesome, like well-kept secrets like this if he's in it for too long. You know what I mean? Like for just just the fact that he's in the movie, like plots and stuff like that. You can keep a plot secret, but an actual actor being in a movie is not like uh, that. That that doesn't get held behind closed doors. Yeah. And everybody wants him to come back to this, and he he said he said no to everything, man. Absolutely everything, even the female one. Like he said no to that because they're they're in that movie too. Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray, and okay. they're in that. Um, for brief moments, but they're not. It wasn't weird where they they're, like weren't playing their character or something like that. No, they weren't. Yeah, they yeah, weren't okay. playing their characters. Um, but everybody wants him to come back. I'm sure they reached out to him to do it. Um, and if he shows up in this movie, it might be like Captain America grabbing Thor's hammer at, <laughs> at Endgame to me. It might be that that almost close to that moment for me. That's great. So yeah. Let's hope he's in it. But yeah, perfect we'll time too. It's coming out in the summer, which is awesome. It'll be just summer, yeah. summer blockbuster. 
Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Go watch the trailer, guys. Looks awesome. But I, I hope they don't really. You know, I mean, you know, they're going to inundate us with a bunch of stuff. But I hope they don't do too much. No. Because I don't really no. want to be uh, spoiled nope. by it all. Nope. I agree. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, the other trailer we want to talk about is Wonder Woman 1984. This trailer dropped, and this trailer, um, hey, I, I mean, Chris, trailer. Neither one of us are really DC guys. No. Nope. I love the first movie. Did you, yeah. did you like the first movie? I thought the first movie I did. was great. I liked it. This I enjoyed movie it. looks great. Looks good. I don't know really who any of the characters are because I don't nope. know anything about Wonder Woman. Me neither. <laughs> but I'm gonna go see it. I think I might go see. It. I don't know if I see it in the, in the movie theater, but I will. Uh, it, it. But do you think they're playing too much off? And we are going to get hammered with by Gary. Oh, Gary's gonna kill us after right talking now. about Gary, this. Slate yeah. Steel Soul is gonna kill us right now because we don't know anything <laughs> about Wonder Woman. Is is 1984 mean anything, or did they want to just make a movie in the 80s, like you know, and make it look like Ragnarok uh, in the trailers and all that stuff? That I don't know. Is man. 1984 mean anything at all? Two Wonder that just Woman. A, yeah, is that in the comics anywhere? Is that like a big arc sure. in the comics? Or, or maybe that was was that this? like the peak of Wonder Woman awesomeness? Maybe. Right. I don't know. Now, but actor wise, Kristen Wiig is in it. Which is that's cool. Like that's exciting. Wasn't she in the first one? No, no, no. She wasn't in the first one. Nope. I thought she. Okay. But, but she's the villain. I mean, she's playing. She's playing a villain in this one. So that's kind of maybe if she was like she's straight up a villain in this one. Maybe she wasn't. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Pedro Pascal, who many of you probably know now as the Mandalorian, he is uh, the other villain. Oh, that's him. Yeah, really? That's him. Yes. Oh, okay. So if you ever right. want to know what the Mandalorian looks like without his helmet out or helmet off. Go see Wonder Woman. Go see Wonder Woman. Yep. All right. That's going to be their selling point. So he's we know you don't want to watch this, but we have the Mandalorian. <laughs> he's Maxwell Lord and Ch- it's Maxwell Lord and Cheetah are the two villains. Oh, that. Okay. So that's where. Okay. I, I remember seeing. Because it was like Wonder Woman came out and within like a month or two, they were like the sequels in the works. Was, Kristen Wiig's Cheetah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, right. That's quick. right. Um, The very last scene in the trailer or one of the last scenes where she's like. Spider-Man it between like bolts of lightning. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. It's neat. I don't know how that works, but it's cool. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess like my question is how does how was Chris Pine back? He died in the what first happened? Movie. I don't see. I, I don't even remember like the finer details of yeah, it because like but... he died. That's right. He did die, didn't he? Mm-hmm. How did he die? How did he die in the first one? He was fighting uh, the, other, the the guy. <laughs> See how much we know about Wonder Woman. He was fighting the guy and he but, got yeah. killed. And he had he hit him with a lightsaber. <laughs> By a whip. He had to tell the truth. I don't know. It was kind of weird. And, okay, so that would yeah. be interesting to say. But... And Gal Gadot was in it. That's all I remember. Yeah. Uh, she could kick anybody's ass, dude. Like, Oh, my she God. She is, right? She was in the Israeli military. Like, She, yeah. she is... She will no kill joke. you. No she's the, the perfect actress for that. But you know what's kind of sad is like you see her in this movie, and, and I'm sure they'll just go on and probably just make. I mean, is there maybe there is another Wonder Woman movie after this? But because yeah. they basically squashed like the DC universe, you yeah. know, now it's just kind of like, well, you know, does this? I, it was kind of cool watching these movies and knowing they were kind of in the bigger picture. But I guess I didn't think that when I went and saw Joker. But I, but I, I wasn't thinking of Joker in that universe. Where being that we've seen her teamed up with Superman and Batman and all that in these other films, right. knowing that's not going to happen again, 
kind of sucks, you know, because I want Wonder Woman 1999, you know, like <laughs> since we're doing it, yeah. let's go all out and let's do right, it. Right, right. They may yeah. do that, but I don't know. I'll see. So that movie that is set to drop. Is there a release date? Yeah, June 5th. So this is even coming in summer as well. So this will probably, I bet you that and Ghostbusters will kind of be kind of near each My other. My daughter's sure. birthday. Yeah. Nice. Uh, let's see. We also want to talk about Chris. You've watched how much of the expanse have you watched? Four episodes. Okay. I've been seeing so many just commercials and, and, you know, Mm. ads on websites for the series. I think what's the fourth season that's dropping right now or that's out or yep. Fourth season. And this is the first season that is on Amazon prime. It's always sci-fi network had it for the first three and then canceled it. Okay. So this uh, one was exclusively made for Prime. For Prime, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and same thing. Like I, I've seen it. I was well aware of it. And it's just one of those things where it's in your line of shows that you'll yeah. get to eventually. And <clears throat> I saw Kevin Smith talking about it. Is there a podcast about The Expanse? I don't know. That's a good question. Does well, there they need to books. be a podcast about The Expanse? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'm sure there is. There's There's... There's a podcast about everything. I'm but, sure, yeah. Um, and there are, you know, it's based on books. I don't know how many books are in the series. Like, I'm not, like, well-versed in, like, the whole universe of The Expanse. Yeah, right. But um, I'm like, let me just give it a shot and see what, you know, if Kevin Smith likes it, there's a good chance I'll like it. Um, and I'm, like, in love with this show right now, man. Okay. Absolutely in love with this show. How long are the episodes? You said, like, 47 well, like I'm saying, like so the 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 first three seasons were made for TV, so they're yeah, 45 minutes, 47 right, right, minutes right. with commercial breaks. But it's there's there's right now there's like three separate storylines going on at once, mm-hmm. and you know that they're all coming together at some point. Um, well, first of all, Thomas Jane in is is Thomas Jane's in it. Oh, from is he really oh, right there? Yeah, it. so there you go. He's so my you Punisher. <laughs> Thomas Jane is my Punisher. People, yeah. So you got to watch it from him. And he's so badass in this. But yeah, it's three separate things going on at once. Something's going on in Mars. Something is going on, which is being like colonized. Um, something's going on on Earth. And then something happens like in the depths of space. And basically like there's somebody is trying to start a war. And Mars and Earth do not get together. They're, they're not, they don't, they're not friends. Mm-hmm. So um something happens out in space and the thing that happens out in space is blamed on Mars and Mars is like, we did not do this. And earth thinks that they did do it. And it's like an act of war, not really spoiling anything because I don't really know what like the end result is. Right. Right. I don't think Mars did this thing. I don't want to spoil what they, what happened. I don't think Mars did it. So so, there's a fourth party that I don't think we've been introduced to yet that caused this event which is cause which they want like earth and mars to have this war for some reason but it's just i love it because of those questions and you can tell it is a deep show it's 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 a really deep sci-fi it has sci-fi aspects obviously but i could i think my wife's not into like sci-fi i think she would sit and watch this because the story is so good it's Let me so ask you, did well you ever watch Battlestar Galactica, the new, the, like the new Always wanted to watch it, never me did. Me too, man. I actually bought the first two episodes on iTunes like 
really years ago like when probably the show wasn't even off it was like still airing and i had it on my ipod color you know yeah. i didn't even have like a, a oh, iPod wow, touch yeah. like the yeah. old little little tiny square we, could, yeah. we flew we flew somewhere like to new york or wherever it was and i yeah. bought those because i was like i'm gonna get into the show and then just never you never watched back it, yeah. then you could you know you go to buy a set of dvds they were like a hundred dollars a season or whatever back then you know years yeah. ago um, but that's a show and it almost when i was watching like just kind of trailers and, and previews for this show it just kind of reminded me like i bet you people that are into battlestar would probably be into this i don't know if this goes to the level like battlestar obviously it's like the battle between two big armies fighting in the one army is like the robots. I forget what they're all called. I mean, and I know people probably mm-hmm. are screaming at me right now because you probably watch the show, <laughs> but like this seems like it more has or has more of that political thing going on. It which kind of seems yep. to be kind of what you're talking about. Like that's yes, really kind of the appeal um, yeah. of the show. And that's why I think like your wife or people maybe that aren't into sci-fi, you could be because that's going to be what draws you in. Right, exactly. The story will win you over on it. Yeah. Okay. I got to get on it's, this show, man. You, I'm, I'm telling books, you, man. There's, there's one, two, three, four, five six seven eight books and the ninth book it's untitled coming out next year so he's still writing it okay still writing it dude yeah man I, it's almost like and i hate saying it like this not like the space version of like game of thrones but all you know though. there's so many different things going on in game of thrones like there's yeah. so many different like storyline that like that's the impression i'm getting that. with this right now there's a lot of storylines there's three or four of them they're all coming together at one point. I don't know when that is. Um, I think the first season I, I read, because you know when you when you and I watching it on Prime, they always have those like little details in the corner that you can like click on and stuff. Yeah. And yep. I and I thought I think I saw where it said the whole first season is like not even the full first book. Oh really? So they. Got yeah, that's a lot. what I. Th- I think I got. I'll wow. double check on that. Could be wrong, but um, it doesn't go beyond it. I know that, but I don't think it takes up all of the first book. Hmm. So we'll see how long they. There's about seven or eight podcasts too, by the way. Uh, I that doesn't just on <laughs> based on the show. Or just on, the, on book? the show. Just on the ex- well, it says the expanse, and there there were multiple ones that said like specifically recapping the show. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I just got a notification for meet the Xbox. X, series x there you go what is it have you Tell seen me. what it looks like no i'm looking right now it's like a it's like tall here All right, let's, let's talk about it next week we'll talk about it. oh my god it's a little cube it is it's a tall cube that's weird can you pre-order it now because i'll pre-order it <laughs> you probably will no i don't know uh all right well chris what do you got for a podcast <laughs> this week man that's it we're towards the end already towards huh? the end, man. yeah wow all right so um, do you remember who Rob Ford is, is, or was the name ring any bell whatsoever to you? No. He was like the, the Donald Trump of Toronto. He was, he was the mayor of Toronto and had no experience really well, limited experience in politics. And they elected him mayor of Toronto Okay. And it was a shit show from the beginning. And he, <laughs> and we are I'm not getting political or anything in terms of what's going on in, in the United States. We're not like Trump fans, but Trump's not a drug addict. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. This guy was a Might straight have been up, in the 80s, but not now. Could have been, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this guy is a straight up crackhead pill popper. Wow. While he was in office. And so this podcast is called The Gravy Train. And The Gravy Train is his drain the swamp. 
like how Trump ran on drain the swamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy ran on stop the gravy train. Wow. And he it, it's it's unbelievable like how he he literally went from being a footnote on debate stages and just shooing him out like we don't need to worry about him to slowly building up steam and b- gaining to momentum and, and and winning it. And that's not even the the story like that is part of the story, uh-huh. but it's just everything that happened after he became mayor. Um it's an incredible, incredible story. If you even if you, you don't even really have to like politics. I mean, if you like politics, definitely listen to it. If you just want a crazy story and like how did this man become the mayor of Toronto, listen to it because you're just like you you it seems like they just plucked this guy off the street and he comes from wealth. Obviously they didn't do that, but you you probably could have had a better guy if you just randomly selected someone off the street and say, You're the mayor, do a better job than this guy. <laughs> And um, my the guy that I report to for the Locked On uh, network uh-huh. lives in Toronto. He actually does the Locked On Toronto Raptors uh, show. And I sent him a text. I'm like, I'm listening to this. And I'm like, it's so good. I'm like, but maybe you don't want to listen to it if those were dark days. And he wrote back. He goes, I don't think I can listen to that. He goes, wow. those were some really bad days. He goes, and his brother, I think his brother is not the mayor, but he's something of Toronto right now. And he goes, he's worse than his brother. Uh, so they voted his brother in for another some oh sort of God. thing, governmental thing for Toronto. But um, watch some you. There's YouTube videos out of this guy when he's like high on crack and everything. Like it's it's crazy. It's a crazy, crazy story. And we kind of and this happened in 2010. Mm-hmm. And the similarities between what this guy did to get elected. And what Donald Trump did to get elected six years later, the parallels are striking. Wow. It's amazing. Crazy, man. And what's it the called gravy, again? The Gravy Train. The Gravy Train. How, how yep. many episodes is it? Um, I think it's still ongoing. They just released episode seven, which is entitled Rehab. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it's still ongoing. I don't think it's done yet. I don't know how many it's going to be. Hmm. Yep. Check it out. Yeah, definitely, man. It sounds interesting for sure. Um, all right, dude, I'm actually watching right now. I was, while you were talking there, I, I pulled up the picture of the, uh, series X. That thing is weird. It looks like, it looks like a, uh, a little like subwoofer for, uh, uh you're right. Yeah. For like a, your surround sound system. That's weird. Now where does, I, um, whatever, we'll talk about it next yeah, week. Yeah. We'll be talking next week about all that stuff. I'm like, where's so. the CD go? Are they getting rid of the CD? No, there, no, there's a disc drive. There is. There's a disc drive? And that was one of the things they specifically said, like, we will make sure that this will still be able to take CDs. They don't want to go right. all digital. All right. Crazy. Right now in the game, yeah, we're showing some Final Fantasy 14. So I'm, I'm just watching <laughs> that right now. Uh, all right. Well, guys, let's wrap it up there. Uh, next week, couple things happening next week. Number one, we're going to be wrapping up the Game Awards. Number two, we are going to be talking about The Last Jedi, kind of a retrospective mm. on The Last Jedi, and then looking to The Rise of Skywalker because next week, Rise of Skywalker comes out. A week from while Chris and I are recording this right now, we'll be sitting in the movie theater watching the movie. Probably, yeah, we will be. Crazy. Yep. Crazy. Okay. Um, so we'll be breaking it down then. Probably the following week will be all about The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, but I would love to know, email us, theenthuselife at gmail.com. I would love to know what you thought of The Last Jedi and have your thoughts changed at all. Now, two years later, are you? do you think differently now of The Last Jedi? And I would almost urge you to go back and listen. Chris and I did like a, 
well, like a two and a half hour long show when we went when over the last out. Jedi. You can find it. Just go down in the, the podcast feed. You'll be able to find it uh, down in there, and you can listen to what Chris and I thought of it when we watched it. And I remember like that was a, you know, those were some just we we liked it and we broke down I, every little bit do. of it. And and you know, obviously, I think I I just man, I can't wait for Rise of Skywalker, yeah. dude. I'm so oh, yeah. hyped. It's funny, like obviously, I was super hyped for it seeing the original trailer and that, and like it kind of fell down a little bit and i think just because it, it kept seeing like or i kept thinking the movie was so far away and now I, here we are and it's i agree like, with you it's just like oh my god the movie comes out next week yeah crazy how do you think it's going to do box office not that it matters but do you, i mean it obviously it's going to be like number one and stuff but do you i guess in terms of like it's not beating endgame expectation you don't think you don't think it'll beat endgame i don't think so no yeah in terms and they always say like that that first week projection you think it'll meet that um I think or do, do you think you think, I think so? just i guess the reason i'm asking is because of just the the hatred towards last jedi do you think that is going to affect the rise of skywalker or do fans know enough that uh of, of the backstory of what happened with Rise of Skywalker and J.J. Abrams taking it over and having faith in him and yeah. they'll give it another chance. Do you think a lot of fans like know that? Or do you uh, think Star like, Wars fans, yes. Average right. moviegoers maybe no, but I wonder how many average moviegoers were outraged, you know, and, and so mad at Last Jedi. They probably right. weren't. They just were I like, I don't think so. And the I, people that were mad are the people that know the backstory. And, right. and, and I think just because we are connected to that world where all we do is really like read what Star Wars fans dislike all the time like we think that it's more broad than it really is yeah of the hatred towards it i think you're right i think you're right yeah we'll see, no, we'll Sorry, see. I'm just, they were just doing best ongoing game and i think fortnite just won how can not, it not not destiny 2 not final fantasy 14 how can it not with these games these were other final fantasy and destiny 2 were in that category i know it is yeah, Dude, you know we didn't talk about what we didn't talk about the Star Wars clip, speaking of Fortnite, that was going to be, I right. think it's, I forget when it is now. I don't even have the date. I want to say it was the 14th. The 14th. The 14th. So yeah. two days from now. So we're, we're, we're a little extended edition of the podcast here because I got to get Well, we were talking about Star Wars, so it's a perfect we segue. We were. And Fortnite just won Best Ongoing Game. Um, there you go. They, they've been doing these events, and we've talked about them here on the show every time they did it. They did the Marshmallow event. You know, obviously they did the Avengers event, but like the Marshmallow event was where Marshmallow literally played a concert in the game, and everybody logged in at the same time, and he, it's for crazy. an hour or however long it was, did a concert in a game. You had to be in the game to see it. They did the thing where they just wiped the game, where people all went to the one spot, and then the whole thing just went boop, and the whole game was gone. They do crazy things where rockets are flying in the sky, and you know things are shattering, your characters are going all wacky on the screen. But they're showing an exclusive clip from Rise of Skywalker in the game at a certain time on the 14th at the area of the map that has like a movie theater in it. That's crazy town, Chris. Like they, It's just amazing to me how Epic has been able to take Fortnite and leverage that to where now it's just a marketing tool. They can just put whatever they want. Any company come to us. We have we have such a big audience with like Fortnite's almost its own like platform now. Like it's not even like just a video game. It's like hey, we know a lot of people watch the Super Bowl, so we can charge a crap ton of money for ads on the Super Bowl. Hey, we know a bunch of people, a crap ton of people play Fortnite. We can charge you a bunch of money, Disney. Then we'll show your ad in our game. That's what they're doing. It's almost like a 
small version of the Oasis in Ready Player One. Yeah, it is, dude. Yeah. Because really you know is. what else they're doing today? They they released there's a Ray skin now, fifteen bucks to be dressed as Ray. There's a Finn skin and there's a a um whatever the, the red trooper now, a Sith trooper. You're gonna be a Sith trooper oh, yeah. too. They released those today. It's just a giant marketing tool, man. It's wow, crazy. Absolutely crazy. Wow. All right. Well, let's Crazy. go ahead and wrap it up there, guys. Again, email us if you can. I would love to know your thoughts on The Last Jedi because we're going to be talking about that next week. And, hey, with all these Game Award announcements and all these things, let us know anything you have uh, from that to email that to us because we're going to be talking about that next week to theenthuselife at gmail.com. And, again, if you want to be a supporter of the show, you can find the link down in the show notes. And uh, we will be releasing our patron-only podcast to you in about a week and a half from now, too, so you can hear what that was all about. We had so much fun talking to a bunch of the patrons. And if you want to be a part of that show... All you got to do is uh, just help support the podcast. Five bucks a month gets you access to that and our Discord chat. I can get you in on these daily conversations we're having, talking about all this nerdy and geeky stuff um, that we all love, of course. And uh, other than that, that's going to be it for this week. Uh, Chris, any final things you want to throw out there here at the end? Not right now, man. I'm just excited. Like you said, uh, it, it did kind of creep up on me, like the Star Wars date. Star it really Wars. did. I think just because you're you're waiting for it literally all year long, mm. it just seems like it's always like so far away. And <laughs> then, uh, yeah, my wife, every month she's writing like uh, we have the thing on our refrigerator and she's great with like dates and stuff like that. And yeah. she wrote like she wrote Star Wars. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's that's in three weeks. What time are you <laughs> going on Thursday? 720. Okay. 720, 740, something like that. See, I'm 935. Seven. Ooh. I work until nine. Okay. Not an issue gonna be getting there because my, my brother in law and my dad are actually going and they're gonna get the seats. So I'm just like racing from work. So it's gonna be late. That's it's my only concern, man. I'm like gonna be I'm probably gonna get like a Red Bull or something to you know, right right at work before I leave. Like I'm gonna be ready to roll. I told my wife I, I did not wanna do it on a Thursday if it was around that time yeah. like 9 30 i'm like i don't want to do it i'm sure i could stay up because yep. you know the adrenaline will be pumping but um we, so we were kind of set to do it friday or saturday night and then i just was looking at times and said 7 20 i'm like well, i can do that you can do that yeah <laughs> yeah so that's what we're doing if i wasn't working that's what we because normally that's what we do is go to seven but it's just the way that my schedule played out but then i'm yeah. we're doing doing it thursday night that late and then Saturday we're going we there's another family we've gone to like every single one with so I'll be mm -hmm. seeing it again then Saturday so oh nice I'll two viewings in man nice can't wait all right can't wait let's see where it goes so and then yeah then, then the following week guys then we'll be doing of course the uh the actual well the following week is Christmas week right yeah it is so we got to record like either on, I don't know Monday or Tuesday that week to try to get it out so We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll all right. But uh, all right, guys, let's wrap this up, everybody. Thank you here for making us a part of your week. However, you're tuning in with us to Podbean and iTunes, your podcast service of choice. Thank you so much. And again, big thanks to Gamer Goo for continuing to support the show. And with that, I'll catch you guys next week. Later. 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 Later.